All right, coming up in this episode, uh, I've got some thoughts on Nick Saban. Just a few minutes there on what to make of the whole situation with him leaving Alabama and his legacy and sort of how that affects college football at large. Then, uh, talking one, talking as we do each week, uh, through a little Jim Harbaugh conversation at the front of it, but then we are guessing week wildcard round, guess the lines in the NFL, and man, did we do well this week, so stick around for that. Oh, plus also wants banned from PayPal, so stay tuned to that at the end. All that's coming up next. All right, so we get the news today that Nick Saban retires from college football, and it's pretty earth-shattering news, especially if you're an Alabama fan. And I, I broke this into three parts. First up, Saban's legacy. So this dude's the greatest winner in college football history. Seven national championships, six at Alabama. He wins in two different places because he did win at LSU before he sort of made a disaster of himself with the whole Miami Dolphins situation, uh, lying straight up to reporters' faces. Don't ask me. I'm not doing that. And next thing you know, well, he's doing just that. He's going to Alabama. So he kind of had to work on his image resurrecting himself when he got to Alabama and, oh, then went on to win six national championships. So he's the greatest winner in college football history. Uh, What he's done the last two-plus decades in college football, the last decade-plus at Alabama, near total domination in a sport that really did not lend itself to that until Saban put his mark at Alabama. If you wanted to go back longer than the 15 years that he's at Alabama, I'm totally, of course, okay with that because pretty good run at LSU as well. Not only did he win, but he also then recruited and morphed these young men into terrific NFL prospects for the most part, a couple duds here and there, but for the most part, terrific NFL prospects and players for the better part of two decades. That's incredible. Uh, the number of guys I'm thinking through running off in my head that are just scattered across the NFL that Nick Saban worked with at Alabama is a lengthy list. So that's the legacy piece of it is uh, retiring today is, I mean, arguably by me at least, the greatest winner in college football history. Okay, but then we go to the next piece, which is, yeah, but what's the next? what's next for Alabama? Where do we go from here? So you lose the greatest winner in college football history. Okay, what you got for me next? If you're an Alabama fan, and I know a few, uh, you're certainly thinking at this point, at least a part of you, okay, but what do we do from here? Where do we go? I've seen Marcus Freeman's name thrown out there, um, uh, texting with my brother and my dad, uh, reading Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Marcus Freeman's name is out there. I think that's a, that, that one's a little outlandish. I can't really peg why just doesn't seem like Marcus Freeman, the, the rise that he's achieved in the last few years, the uh, way that his team has embraced him in Notre Dame, it doesn't seem like he'd dip so quickly, especially to go be with his offensive coordinator who left him to go to Alabama because you do have that factor with Tommy Reese. Dan Lanning at Oregon, maybe because he's familiar with the SEC uh, recruiting landscape. Still seems a little early for him, but you know that's how these things go. Heck, Willie Taggart was only at Oregon for 12 minutes. Kalen DeBoer, this one especially seems like a victim of the moment. 
The guy just went to the national championship. Uh, meteoric rise, Boise to Washington to the national championship to Alabama rumors. Sure, his career record is something nonsensical in terms of like something like 112 and 11 in his time as a head coach. Some of that coming from lower level schools, but still the guy wins. I just don't see this one again. I think it's a little too on the nose for the moment coming right off a championship appearance. James Franklin's name is out there. No. Okay, the guy is not winning at Penn State. He's not going to be the coach at Alabama. Mike Norvell out of Florida State. And then, of course, Dabo Sweeney. I don't think Dabo goes. I think he's a Clemson guy. I also don't think he wants to be, in some context, in some eyes, the guy who replaced Saban. I don't think that's what Dabo's signing up for. It would also go against his supreme mentality of loyalty that he's displayed at Clemson with who he's hired as coaches over the years. I actually once did think that Saban would retire after next year. I didn't think he'd go after this year, especially not after that tough Rose Bowl loss. And I I think if it was after next year, if Bama would still have him, I kind of presume Dabo would go, assuming that Saban dipped in the far future. I didn't think that it made sense for Dabo to go right now um, because, again, I don't think he wants to be that guy who follows Saban. I don't know. The guys seem to be cordial with each other. Uh, maybe that's something that has come up in conversations between the two of them. Who's to know? But I don't I don't really feel Dabo going to Alabama is, is what's going to happen here. Not this hiring cycle. I just can't shake it. I don't see Dabo doing that. I actually thought Mike Norvell's name was really, really intriguing. He's done so much with not as much at Florida State. And he kind of has that same even keel, mild temperament as Saban. Um, He doesn't let things get to him very easily. He has been known to, I mean, he he can lash out at players, certainly. Any coach, I feel like, probably falls into that category. But for the most part, he is uh, not great highs and not terribly low lows. He kind of just keeps a pretty good steady, uh, I don't know, steady guide of the ship at hand. So he's done a nice job rising the last decade, you know, from assistant to Smaller FBS Memphis to Florida State, and then 13-0 this season. Sorry, Knowles fans, too soon, but that's not to be overlooked. Had some talent. I think he was just starting to get his footing for him at Florida State. So if he stays, great for them. If he goes, I don't I don't know that I hate that for Alabama. Whoever takes over next has got some immensely massive shoes to fill. I wouldn't want this job 10-foot full. 10-foot full. 10-foot pole. Uh, And it's Alabama, so if the empire crumbles even mildly, whoever is running the show will immediately be enemy number one. Finally, the third vantage point I looked at this from was what this does for college football as a whole, the whole college football landscape. It it seems to me that we're going to have a mild, at least, exodus from Alabama at this point. Because for the last decade plus, if you sign on with Bama, you're signing on with Saban. That's what you are signing up for. Well, now you take the Saban out of the equation and the Bama name maybe becomes a bit more tinted. Uh, Student athletes these days are looking at it. Where can I make the NIL? Where can I make an impact? Where can I get ready for the pros? And I think the coach is a great part of that. So I do wonder if we have some players that start skirting away from Alabama because obviously Nick Saban is, is gone. 
Well, then you come into the whole idea of the recruiting that goes on in college football these days and the talent pool and the idea that coaches are always looking for who's out there or they should be. That's part of the job description these days. You've got to know what talent is is available or willing to come at least take a peek at your school. So I think other schools may be able to poach talent somewhat freely at this point from Alabama. Well, now that spreads out talent across all of college football. Furthermore, this this sets up Alabama as maybe more than likely not being the titan in the sport that it's been for the last few years. Now, maybe you slide a guy who's had success into that spot, maybe a Dabo, Mike Norvell. Well, maybe it doesn't dip too considerably. But you have to believe that there's going to be some level of a dip from Bama, which, again, should come as a relief for schools like Georgia or Dan Lanning's Oregon. Maybe Lane Kiffin, a couple states over, looks at this as, wow, they're vulnerable. Uh, Maybe Brian Kelly's licking his chops uh, down in the bayou about, well, they're they're not Bama. They're not saving Bama anymore. I think other teams at the top can justifiably be looking across the way and seeing Alabama is a bit more vulnerable than they've been since about 2006 before Saban got there. I just think a drop has to be eminent, maybe in terms of talent, in terms of the players on the roster. Um, and I, I don't know what the phrase is, but, um, you know, one one ship sinks and others rise, something like that. Uh, I think there might be a little bit of a rise out of other programs based on this news. Uh, but we shall see. Nick Saban, one of the greatest to do it. Um, and be interesting to see what he does from here because I just can't see him quitting the sport that's uh, been really good to him and he's been really good at it. Just silence. No, I just wanted you to talk first. Wow. So, wow. Right. I would have held out for a long time. You know, like if I have to hold out for the Panthers to be well, I can hold out for you to say a word in your own podcast. Did you press record? Yeah, I pressed record. Please tell me you pressed okay, record. Uh, I pressed yeah, it like I three I hours before you. I said a word. So. All right. All right. We're here. We're ready to do the podcast. And Juan, do you want uh, Pete Carroll or Mike Vrabel as your new coach? Wow. I'll take Mike Tomlin. You don't want him. I mean, he should have been fired like six seasons ago, according to you. So uh, can we just pay Nick Saban to not retire and bring him in? What about that? Is that an option? Ooh, how about Belichick quits? Mm-hmm. And um, you could just bring them all on staff for the Panthers. You could do Vrabel, Pete Carroll, Belichick, Nick Saban. You'd have the greatest defensive coaching staff in history. So, so going, going back to your question, though, would I rather have Pete Carroll or Mike Vrabel? You know, a couple of years ago, I mean, you know how much I hate the Seahawks uh, and specifically hated Ooh. Russell Wilson, right? But it turns out Pete Carroll might also hate Russell Wilson, so maybe he's okay in my book. <laughs> so maybe we can bring him in. Now, the downside is is that he's like 80 years old, and that might not be the best. However, if you coach the Panthers, you only need to get through like one season. So he can we can probably keep him alive for one season. Thoughts? I don't, I don't think you need one season. One season, you could probably get away with like two and a half months. I mean, that's all Frank needed this yeah. season. I mean, it was just let's just keep him hydrated during the offseason. He can work out, keep that jaw nice and strong with all that gum he's chewing. Bring them in in September. You got any good favorite gum places in Charlotte? Um, 
I do not, no. Uh, I would just say the <laughs> checkout line at Harris Teeter is my go-to. Uh, I'm sure you can get juicy fruit there, so I think he'll be fine. Um, He's good. What is the – so we've got openings now in uh, Seattle, Washington, your team, mm-hmm. uh, L.A., the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Is, your, is your team's job I, – I almost hate to ask this – your team's job is by far the one that nobody wants, right? Of course, no one wants it. I mean, okay. Not only is the situation is it- just terrible, a coach can't even get through the year without getting fired. So, who are you bringing in? Like, I feel like it's not going to be anyone's first choice, right? Like, none of these guys are going to be like, "Yep, give me the Panthers." They're going to be like, "Hold on, let me just talk to these other teams." And are you interested? Are you sure you don't want to er- interview me? I'm free on Thursday. I, I could, I'll pay for my own flight down there. I'll, I'll come interview. Like, no one's jumping at the opportunity. So, okay. So here's here's my question to you. I, I told you I wanted you to play a little Vegas one today because Jim Harbaugh's name was floated mm. before last season. Yep. And he just won a national championship, top of the mountain in college football. I need, I need th- four teams, all right? And I want you to give me Vegas odds, Vegas one odds on whether he, you know, how feasible likely it is that he ends up at each of those spots. So your four teams that you're going to concoct some lines here. You told me you can do it on the fly on the spot. Mm -hmm. The Chargers, the um, your Panthers, the Washington Commanders, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is who? Jim Harbaugh. So these are just what the odds are on all this. Yeah, I want you to give me odds. Okay. So quick case to be made mm-hmm. for each one. The Panthers, basically a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Owner's going to let you do what he wants. Owner's got a huge pay book, pay check, checkbook to be able to, to bring you in. Chargers, um, you get Justin Herbert. You're in L.A. That's fun. Uh, Commanders, I heard this argument today. You're across the river from your brother. Um, you're playing in an NFC East that might be a bit more attainable now with the Eagles sliding at the end of the year. Uh, you've got Jalen Hurts. You've got a pretty talented roster across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one, the Steelers, I actually had this thought, I don't know, yesterday at some point. Jim Harbaugh, if he wants to go back to the NFL, makes some sense for him to want to go to a team that uh, has a storied history, kind of like Michigan. Uh, would love to commit to a power running game like the Steelers want to. Would trust him, give him a lot of power, uh, put up with his zany quirkiness. And I don't know if you know this one, but the Steelers might not have a quarterback, so maybe Harbaugh has some say in who we're going to acquire as our quarterback. Oh, you have a quarterback. He's currently leading your team in the playoffs right now. That's your quarterback. Well, there is uh, Mason Rudolph, the pride of uh, of Rock Hill, sure, for now. But, you know, we need – more long-term solution. Okay. So what do you got? I'm going to write this down. All what right. do you got for Vegas odds for each of those? All right. We'll start with the Panthers. All right. Okay. Panthers, we're going to go like plus 700, like seven to one. Okay. Okay. And I don't think that's crazy. I, I don't know what it actually is. I at seven to one. I think there is a, out of all the teams, most likely to go there. Okay. The one thing the Panthers do, do have going for it okay is by far out of all those teams 
That's the easiest division to go in there and be competitive mm-hmm. in by far, right? I mean, everyone else in the division, you can go in there, be competitive pretty quickly. Uh, you're taking on the number one overall draft pick at quarterback to try to mold into something. A pretty good defense. So I think that there are some positives there. Why Harbaugh could be interested if he wanted to go to the NFL. Now, I'm not saying that that's who I want, but I'll, I'll go 7-1. to one. I think, yeah, when you're looking at a division of Harbaugh looks cross, I got to deal with Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, and somebody under center for the Falcons. That's not bad. All right, who's your next team? What odds you got for me? I'll go L.A. Okay. L.A., I'll go 12 to 1. 12 to 1 for L.A. Ooh, so higher for the Chargers, okay. Well, yeah. I said the Panthers were the favorite, so all of them are going to be pros for L.A. Or A. You get to live in L.A. That sounds a whole lot more appealing than you know, Charlotte and Ann Arbor, Michigan. So L.A. is not bad. You get Justin Herbert. You get uh, Eckler. You get Williams and Keenan Allen until they get hurt, which is good for like two and a half quarters. I was going to say 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, A cool stadium to play in. True. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I I couldn't say I'd be shocked. I, I just don't know. I think the one thing that's lacking though why someone like him would not be interested is the fans just don't give a crap like the chargers fans there are not chargers fans they're opposing teams uh so i can see that for someone like him not being who's just so much a football guy being a little bit of a problem and why he might not be a great fit um so that seems Wouldn't be shocked. solid you're doing you're doing great Thank so you. far, by the for way. On the fly, just making this up as we go. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I'm getting scared though for what you're gonna do to the Steelers. So next one, I I'm imagining you got commanders and Steelers left. Mm-hmm. Alright, the commanders. Commanders will go like uh like twenty to one. Okay. Okay, that seems fair. I don't I, I don't see this one happening. Uh well. First and foremost, who would want to coach after the legend and the legacy that Riverboat Ron put in place? Like, I wouldn't want to touch that. It's like going after Saban at Alabama. Just, nope, can't go after that guy. Where Where is the shrine to Ron Rivera in your house? It's in your closet? Is it it's just me. I, I am the shrine. I am. I just I live uh, as Riverboat Ron uh, as part of Riverboat Juan. So. Riverboat Juan, yeah, yeah. So it's just me. It's just how how I live my life is the in the essence of that. So, um, but I, I just uh, you might get the second. I mean, you, you might get the quarterback you want uh, if you're if you're Harbaugh entertaining the Commanders case because you got the number two overall pick. You, you do. You're in a division though that no one really cares about your team other than the fans of your own team. Uh, I mean, having the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles, and then it's just the Commanders way down below that. Um, I mean, it would be nice if he'd be close to his brother. They could probably share a house, uh, make holidays a whole lot easier. Um, 
that's probably a benefit that they might be into. I don't know. Um, I think that'd just be tough, tough to go. Um, but you would have some, the fans would be a lot crazier uh, of those commanders or, or uh, definitely more involved than my team and uh, the Chargers. So that'd be a plus. That would be, that would be a big move for getting back uh, commanders fans with the, the years that they've had, the turmoil they've seen under Dan Snyder to make a power move like that, get Harbaugh back and bring them back. That owner's got some money too. So, yeah, and it's an organization that's been through its uh, its scrutiny and issues in the past, and so Harbaugh would fit right in with that. So, all right, this last one, Steelers. Uh, I almost want to give you money mm-hmm. for whatever odds you're about to give sure. me, because you know we had reports the last few days: Jay Glazer, Tomlin might be stepping away at the end of the year, maybe pulling a Sean Payton type move where you have a year left on your contract, you sit out, you hang see what's out there, maybe come back to coaching in a year, maybe stay in TV. He, I think he'd be pretty solid for TV with as hard as he tries to look like a TV persona at the moment. Let's do this a little bit differently, all right? Yeah, I know this is your podcast, but I'm going to hijack it. Okay, you said you may want to put some money on this. So how about you tell me how much money do you want to give me and the odds that you want, and let's figure out something that makes sense for both of us because this is not happening. Yeah, yeah, it's not. That's what my odds dad's you want? text was. My dad's text was. Uh, you do realize the Steelers have a coach, right? I'll give you fifty um, to one. You want fifty to one? I know you probably got like well, five bucks, Matt. I know you got five bucks. You know what? If I I'll, give you a quarter at fifty to one, I could really here's what we'll turn do. That investment I'll around. give you sixty to one because for you, it's all about trying to give you three hundred dollars, right? So you give me five bucks. If the bet hits, I'll give you three hundred dollars. Okay. If it loses, yeah, five bucks. Deal? 60 to 1, 5 bucks. I'll think about it. Give me 24, 24 hours. 24 hours, 100%. I, I don't think it's, it's going to happen. The, like 60 I said, to one. there's a case to be made for the Steelers. Um, but I, I think the idea of competing against his brother twice a year, I don't think that's happening. That's They seem like too tight-knit a family for that to be the case, for him to I didn't sign even think up about voluntarily. That. That'd be awesome. You know what? I'm going down. Oh, that would, that 10 be, to 1. That would be that'd be fantastic. I would love it. You know, that'd be that'd be such good content for the NFL and for their family. And I don't know if he I mean, could do it, that though, knowing his brother's got Lamar Jackson, who's like the best quarterback in the league, and he's got Mason Rudolph. Uh, that might be a little the second best quarterback. in That's the league. true. Yeah, forgot. Yeah, so all right, well that was a fun little sixty to one. I want five bucks on that. Come on, Matt. I gotta talk to my CFO. I gotta sleep on oh, it. You know what? Ask her what odds she wants. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll ask her. I don't know that that'll be a very fruitful conversation, but we we can attempt it. Whatever you think is good. fair. I want at least a dollar between a dollar and up, and you can have three hundred dollars if you win. You decide on what you think is fair. At least a dollar. Okay. Okay. If you think it's worth three hundred to one, and you honestly think that, you can give me a dollar. I want to go look. Dale, get on that. We're going to get Dale on that. He's going to go find some Harbaugh to the Steelers. But you have odds. 24 hours. You have until 8.30 tomorrow. So if any news or something potential, like, nope, 8.30, January 11th, 2024. Yeah. I accept Venmo, Cash App. Uh, what about Dogecoin? Yeah, that's fine. Give me Dogecoin. Uh, I do not accept PayPal because I am banned from PayPal for life. Don't ask. <laughs> you can't send me PayPal. <laughs> Uh, or gift cards. That works too. 
Okay, it's like a little visa I can mm-hmm. send with a dollar on it. Google Pay also works. <laughs> mail that to you. Uh, if you want to mail me a dollar, I'll, I'll also accept that. That's the most intriguing one you've said yet. You can mail that me a dollar. In quarters. Mm-hmm. If you want to go on an installment plan, you can pay it out over 12 months. <laughs> now, there is interest on that, by the way. There is interest. I think I like the idea of giving you $3 and paying it out in nickels per month. That's fair. I'd be like on it. I'll be like on an Otani contract where I don't have to pay for it for two years, and then I'll start sending you nickels in like 2028. Perfect. See, we can work this out. We don't need the CFL. You don't need a CFO, Matt. Come on. You can do it yourself. Well, we did spend the first 14 minutes of this uh, episode here just talking about Jim Harbaugh. Didn't expect that, but uh, that guy's something else. He, He wins where he goes. So it'll be interesting to see what he does over the next few days. I next think most days, likely he's going to stay, though, in Michigan. I do, too. I, I, I think from what I've read and heard, he's gone. But I just can't shake the feeling that boy, he's got it pretty good up there. And he keeps saying who's got it better than us, nobody. So it would be a little ironic for him to then leave right away. <laughs> who's got it better than us? The Carolina Panthers. See you guys. We're going to Charlotte. <laughs> What's up, Tepper? Who's got it better than us? No, Coach, where are you going? Uh, so we'll see. All right, let's get some lines. Yep. NFL, uh, we got six games this weekend, and you are not as excited as me just because you, I don't know. I have nothing to be excited for. Nothing. It's good football. What do you mean nothing to be excited about? Oh, that's true. I feel like you could definitely make money on these games if you know what you're doing. I might need to dust off the old uh, checkbook and... Uh, not PayPal, but all those other ones. Not, not PayPal. I can't. I'll show you after this. I'll share my screen. We'll sign into PayPal, and you'll see the big <laughs> red thing on this top that says your account's been limited. I checked it like okay, a couple weeks I, ago, too. I kind of want to check that out. Yeah, we'll have to look I'll at show that. You. Uh, so we got... Name name the episode that. Juan's banned from PayPal. <laughs> I might. I've been banned for like nine it. years, by the way. It's been a long time. I'm definitely putting that in the episode description, so... That's for sure. Mickey. I'll tell you at the end why I'm banned from PayPal. All right, off the mic. Dale, no, we can put it at the end. It's fine. It depends on when we oh, talk. Oh, about oh, it. It, can, oh. it can be on the. It can be on the record. It's fine. Oh wow! All right, so stick around, everybody. Yeah. Find out why Juan's banned from PayPal. All right, first I'll get some lines. Uh, if I can find them here, six games spread out: Saturday, Sunday, and then a ridiculous Monday night one. Uh, first game: Browns, Texans. And this one is in Houston, which is crazy. Talk about a 10-win team. This is a real 10-win team right here. Not the Steelers who bogus their way into flaking 10 wins as opposed to the Texans who fought and clawed their way to 10. The Steelers should theoretically be at like 12 or 13, so kind of underselling what they could have been. Texans sort of oversold themselves. And for that reason, I have the Browns by one and a half. Yeah, I told you that. I uh, Well, no, I don't want to talk about the Steelers yet. We're not on the Steelers. That's right. I, I can't say I'm too excited for this game. Are you excited to watch this game? Like, I kind of Are am. you, though? Joe Flacco. Yeah. Well, you know, here's what's going to work out perfectly is this is 4.30 Saturday. Kristen will probably be making something really good for dinner, and the girls will be playing, and I will have this game on the swivel TV up top, and I'll be monitoring, but otherwise I'll be doing blocks and – play-doh and kinetic sand and puzzles so it'll be a nice little refresher to look up there and keep up with this game 
you know what's going to happen for me with this game? So my brother is supposed to have his child here in the next couple of days. So I'm going there on Saturday. And Saturday afternoon, the baby's going to be crying. It's going to be just crazy there. It's going to be like 4.15. I'm going to be like, oh my god, games are about to come on. Where is the closest sports bar so I can get out of this house and go watch this game? I need some chicken Or, well, that sounds really good right now. Or... What is it? Were we getting a niece, a nephew? What are we getting, Uncle Oni? Uh, we don't know. It'll, it's a surprise. Oh, fun. Uh, consensus amongst 95% of people is a girl. So let me check my phone. Make so, sure no update. No update. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a wand bomb. That would be a wand bomb. This j- <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Wan. Uncle Wani. Uh No, you're, you're going to be sitting there holding your, your new niece or nephew, and you're going to be watching the game at the hospital. That's, that's the prediction for you for mm, this one. I'll take a picture and send it to you if that happens. All right, you, niece or nephew, Joe Flacco, and C.J. Stroud. What's your line for this one? I have the Browns by three over the Texans. All right, so I got to pull it up. You like when I do this, when I just look it up on the fly. I do. Because I don't have this written down. Ah, dog. I'm a point off. You're a half point. It is two and a half. Ooh. You know what, though? I think this is one where it's a testament to how good we both are at doing this, that we both were on the right side. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're a half point off. I'm a point off. We're pretty good at this. We are pretty good. Last week I was terrible. I think we do pretty well. If you just took the, I mean, definitely better than the average person. If you just took someone, I know when I've just casually talked to NFL fans, we'll talk about lines and they don't know when they'll just pick a number. And I'm like, you're not even close. Like, no, that's, there's <laughs> no way that's what the line is. So I, we are pretty good at this. Um, We've honed our skills. Maybe years, next year we can have some more guests on just who don't know as much and uh, just per- like kind of show that we know more than we do. Okay, now to list all the people we think will suck at this that we could have. Exactly. And if you're on next year, that means uh, we think you're <laughs> terrible at this. So, And we just want to rub it in your face exactly. how much you suck. Yeah, That's a one idea. I just want that record known. Uh, next game, I'm excited for this one too. Now, this one might be opposite a movie for me. You know, I got to watch my movies. Uh, Saturday, Friday nights, prime movie nights for me. Um but this one will at least get second TV, so I can keep tabs on this one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be freaking freezing in Kansas City. Uh, Steelers are supposed to go to KC, and it was like negative 17 real feel. I haven't checked the radar again in a couple of days, but this is not good weather for the Dolphins. No. This does not bode well for Tua. Um, so what do you have for this one? I think the Chiefs have to be favorited because it's in Kansas City. The environment, the weather doesn't look good for the Dolphins, but the Chiefs have just looked kind of shaky. Uh, I have the Chiefs by two over the Dolphins. Ooh, you're going to have to be a little bit better than that, Woody. Uh, I said Chiefs by six and a half. That much you had? I did. Um, and my reasoning was I think that that Dolphins game against the Bills on Sunday night sort of proved that this Dolphins team is limping into the playoffs. I think the Chiefs, we just hit the playoffs. Reed and Mahomes, they click. They know what to do. They're playing at home, which is a tremendous advantage Saturday night in Kansas City, Missouri on a really cold night. Uh, what's what's the line? You didn't tell me the line. You just The line is five. five. I mean, I told you I had to do better than that, but it's because I got That's too it. much, Matt. Too much. I think I like the Chiefs to cover. I don't. So there's our first one we disagree on. Five? There. That line feels to me like a line that is five – 
but we wake up Sunday morning and it's like, man, how how did we not know? It's kind of like the Michigan line on Monday night where it was two and a half at one. It started at two and a half, which I thought was low. It jumped up to five. You wake up the next morning, you're like, well, of course two and a half was too low. I think the Chiefs roll in this one. I'm not on there with you. Ooh, so we disagree there. We might have to text uh, one of those personal bets here. I'll, we can do a personal. You tell me how much you want on this one, and I'll be happy well, to take I, the like, other side. I can't bet you on that. I'm too busy loading up on my Harbaugh bet at 700 to 1 odds. You know what? <laughs> you can put this money down now and take your winnings and give me some of that. If you okay, lock in the bet now. That's a good plan. There you, go. you don't have to pay me now. It's all right. Uh, all right. Oh, my gosh. You're so excited. Steelers, Bills. The floor is yours, Matthew. Let me uh, – the 10-win the Steelers? I, no, I, the 10-win Steelers? No, I, I was actually going to let you go first. Go for, go for it. Just what are your thoughts on this game? What do you got as a line? I just hope oh. they get absolutely embarrassed. Like, if they just go out there – I mean, obviously, all I care about is they lose because it's just the same thing every single year for you where – they it's make the playoffs, game. they lose. Now, on the flip side of that, if they win and they actually make a little run here with Mason Rudolph and you constantly bashing them, I feel like no matter what happens, I can't lose. Because no matter what happens, they're not winning a Super Bowl, right? Like, no way. Maybe you win this game in like a weird game where Josh Allen just makes too many mistakes, you know, and all of a sudden fumbles one. Uh, is TJ Watt playing? No. He's not playing? Mm. It doesn't matter. He's not an all-pro anyway, so what's the difference? Mm. Well, he can make he a play. He only led the league in sacks. He can make a play. Uh, so that's where I am with this game. I'm excited to watch it. I really would love the opportunity to watch this game with you. I know we said maybe <laughs> just to see your reaction. We'll see if it happens. But I have the Bills by four and a half over the Steelers. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, I did like Chris's suggestion that we pay Kristen to take the children for the afternoon so we could all watch Zoom together. I'll contribute. Uh, Listen, I listened this morning to a podcast I listen to every day, made the case for how TJ maybe not being out there is not the end of the world, and I I could buy into that. I could conceivably believe that. Again, he's not an all-pro, so how valuable is he? This will be TJ's first playoff game. So, cool. I'm glad he finally makes a playoff game because, you know, standard is a standard in Pittsburgh. It's nice to go to playoff games. Uh, I'm with you. I think that getting slaughtered is an absolute reality, mm-hmm. um, definitely a potentiality. However, I don't think that's going to happen. I actually think the Steelers cover, no matter where this line ends up. I think this is close. Okay. Um, I think the Steelers can hang their their – plan of late to pound the rock, run the ball, uh, get behind that offensive line, and then set up Mason in the passing game as opposed to try to do things with Kenny and then also try to run the ball. It's very particular the way that they've handled their business the last few weeks, and I think that's going to bode well on another, I'm sure, going to be a cold day in Buffalo. I haven't looked at the forecast yet. Josh Allen, what, he scored 21 points last week. Mm -hmm. The Steelers' offensive late can score 20-ish points helps to get Canada out of the building. So I was a little bit lower on this line because I 
I respect the Steelers' ability to just hang in games for whatever reason. Um, so I had the Bills by five and a half, and you actually lose this one because this line has climbed and climbed and climbed. It is 10, Bills by 10. What are your thoughts on that? That is too many points. Too many points. I agree. That is too many points. I I, I don't have any more to say on that. I, I'm wondering if there's another tease option that you could throw with the Steelers in this case, but double-digit Bills, that's either Vegas knows something. I don't know if this Tomlin talk is starting to drive up that Bills line. There is that talk about him maybe stepping away at the end of the year, but that I, I think that's too many. I think, I think that's they, a lot too. I think they hang. And for that, that tells you one of two things. It tells you that the line is too high, or it tells you that the Steelers are a joke of a 10-win team. So you got to pick one. Okay. I, I think that's a lot. I'm, I'm shocked it's that much. I, I'm surprised that Vegas trusts the Bills and Josh Allen that much. It's a lot of points. I don't know if this is like a like a bounce back game after that Dolphins game last week that the Bills just end up playing better because they had a crappy game last week and it you know the NFL kind of ebbs and flows. But I, I think that's a lot of points. And what if you? I guess we'll what see. What if you two team tease this? Tease the uh, the Dolphins to not lose by more than eleven and the the Steelers to sixteen. Uh, sixteen sounds absolutely outrageous. So, no, I can't attest to the Dolphins. I, them losing by two and a half touchdowns at KC, I wouldn't put it past them. Okay. So, we'll see if we can find another teaser. I got an option with this next one if the line is where I have it. Okay. This is uh, 4 o'clock Sunday at that late afternoon window. Cowboys hosting the Packers. And I have the Cowboys as a seven and a half point favorite. All right, we're in the same facility on this one. Uh, I have the Cowboys by eight. So the line, you're probably edging me out. It's going to be stupid. Ha! Going to have to do a little bit better now, Wadi. Hit it exact. Is it really seven and a half? It is seven and a half. Good job, Matt. Love that. After Cowboys minus 340 to win the game. See, I think that's your teaser candidate with the Steelers. I, I like that. Yeah, I don't think there's any way they lose to the Packers. If they lose to the Packers, that's just Well, if they problems. lose to the Packers, Jim Harbaugh maybe could get a call from Jerry Jones too because I think Mike McCarthy is going to be finding employment elsewhere. Belichick to the Cowboys? Who says no? Jerry Jones calls Bob Kraft. Hey, we'll give you we'll – Couple first rounders. Give us Belichick. Who says no? Uh, maybe not, I mean, maybe not a couple first I mean, rounders. Isn't Bob Kraft just letting Belichick go anyway? So I don't know. That's a good one, Bob, for today too. Because again, if that happens and we get Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Belichick all in one mm-hmm. day, let's keep my phone right there just in case. This should be a national holiday. Yeah. All right, Sunday night. This might be the game that I am most looking forward to this weekend besides my own team's game. Uh, Lions-Rams, it's just really exciting for the Lions to host a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And it's prime time, Sunday night. I hope they win. I have my doubts. What do you have for this line? 
When was the last time the Lions hosted a, a playoff game? Do you know? Or does Dale need to check? I, I heard, yeah, Dale, get on that. I I heard it earlier today, but I didn't, I didn't retain the info. It's been a long day. Okay. It's been a while, too, for the Lions. It's been a long time since they hosted a night or hosted a playoff game. I think a lot of people here are rooting for the uh, the Lions, right? I mean, they have to be. Just wanting to see the Lions do well. I think so. I have the Lions by three over the Rams. Golly, you suck. I thought for sure that I would get this just being in the right area. I had Lions by two and a half. It is Lions by three. Okay. And I kind of like the Rams. <laughs> Unfortunately. I kind of do, too. I feel like the Rams could be sneaky. I feel like this is a Stafford chip-on-the-shoulder revenge game for, I don't know. Like, I can kind of see the Rams winning two playoff games here. Like, call me crazy. I can kind of see them winning and then winning again as an underdog and being like, okay, uh, Rams are in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not unheard of like i don't trust the eagles don't trust the buccaneers don't trust the packers the cowboys can just fall apart at any moment like take give me the rams what are the odds right now for the rams to win the nfc i don't think it's a terrible bet dale get on that one i was looking up the the route to the nfc championship for the rams so if they beat the lions we're gonna assume the cowboys win we'll assume the eagles win you're getting a Rams team going to San Francisco for a trip to the uh, NFC Championship. And NFC Championship odds. All right. Well, that's true. They have to get past the 49ers. I forgot they're not in there. Well, and I was looking to see what we did with the 49ers earlier this season. Rams, it's plus 2,100 for the Rams to win the NFC. Yeah, they split the season series. That's better, though, for the Rams' sake, because the thing that the Steelers are going to run into, if by some heavenly miracle they beat the Bills on Sunday, they're playing the Ravens. They've already beaten the Ravens twice, twice this year. They're not beating them again. I say that again? Who's beaten who twice? Well, so I was looking to see what the Rams' situation is with the Niners. Because you can't beat a team three times in one season. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. So the Rams split with the Niners earlier this season. Okay. Whereas I was looking at the Steelers getting a little excited. Ooh, if you beat the Bills, you know, things could happen. No, they can't. You're going to play the Ravens. You've already beaten them twice this year. So if the Steelers-Ravens, by some miracle play after this weekend, bet the Ravens' money line, they're not losing a third time mm-hmm. to the Steelers. That's fair. Your team did go 5-1 and one against your own division this year. It's impressive. And 0-3 against Bailey Zappi, Kyler Murray, and um, uh, who else am I forgetting there? Yeah, 10 wins. Who's the other two lost? 10 wins. You're in the playoffs with your third-string quarterback. Jake Browning lost to him. Oh, my gosh, poor Matt. Dorian Thompson-Robinson lost to him as well. (laughs) Poor Matt got $300 because of it. Got to go have dinner with his wife. Oh, no. We're gonna two daughters. We're gonna have a good Super Bowl episode with uh, the remaining money there. You guys are gonna be a little surprised how much we have left after uh, the date. I'm gonna say you spent like fifty bucks. That's nah, pretty close. Exactly. <laughs> All right, no more talking about 
that. Last game, Eagles, Bucks, and I'll go first. I, Eagles by two and a half. I still think they're the superior team, but that gap is starting to lessen between them and a NFC champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. So I need this for the tie. Oh, so I, I'm not gonna look at the line yet. I have the Eagles by three and a half. I hope it's not three. It is three. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's three three exact. That's funny. All right, wait. Going back with the lines, I want you to count up, because I think we did incredibly well with this small sample size of six games. Go back. I want to know how many points off total you were across all these games this week. Well, I was off by a lot to... on the Bills. I was off on that one, too, so we'll just count that in. But the rest of them, I'm curious. I mean, for me, I was off half a point on the Browns. I was off three on the Chiefs, five and a half on the Bills. Uh, 0.5 on the Cowboys. I hit the Eagles exact 0.5. Sorry, point hit the Lions exact off 0.3 on the Eagles. You, I was I was counted up. I I was four total points off, uh, five games, and then four and a half off the Bills. So eight and a half total points over six games. I'm 0.5, 3. 3.5, nine. I'm 10 points off total. Not terrible. It's that one I was five and a half points off. Which I disagree with completely. I'm betting that one. So between six games, we were off 18 total points. Not bad. That's pretty and good. That's heavily skewed by one game. So. Yeah, you take out that. In five games, we were nine points off. That's pretty good proud of us good job by us so you're, Go you us. got the win so that makes it uh 12 and 5 on the year for those keeping don't track call it home. a comeback so many keeping track at home people are keeping track they, they're betting on this actually this we may get some uh a heavy uh infuse of listeners at this point because we're it's playoff time baby it is we're, we're making some picks so your pick in game one is browns texans what do you think if you were betting the game, you would bet. Yeah, let's see how we do here. I'm, I'm going to pick who I who I want. We got more time here, so let's see how we actually do pick in these playoff games. So, okay. Browns Texans on the spot. It's Browns minus two and a half. I, I would take Browns. You got. Yeah, I think the Texans probably come in a little overmatched. I think I'd take Browns. Okay. Uh, Dolphin or. Uh, I Chiefs think there's a Joe Flacco you said, veteran. You said you want the Chiefs minus five, right? Yeah, the line's five. I think I'd take Chiefs, yeah. Okay. I'm taking the Dolphins. Okay, so that's the first one we differ there. Steelers-Bills, we're both on the same side. The line's at ten. That's too high. We both go Steelers, and we're both going to probably be wrong just because. Absolutely. That's the one I feel most confident in being wrong about now. Yep. The fact that we both feel so confidently that's too high. The Bills are winning by 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys minus 7.5 over the Packers. You go first on this one. I'll take the Packers. I, I think. Yeah, I will too. I, I just. Give me a late cover. Yeah, 7.5. Yeah, I'm going to take, give me take a the Jordan, Packers. 
Give me a Jordan Love plan to try and prove himself in Dallas mm-hmm. and Mike McCarthy totally fumbling in the in the wild card round. Yeah. Uh, Rams at the Lions. Give me the Rams. Yeah, I think we're both on the same side as that one, too. I like the Rams to win this one. I don't know what the odds are, but give me the Rams to win. <clears throat> uh, I think I'm with you. If the Rams are covering, I think the Rams win this one. And those odds are plus 135 to win the game. Okay. I like uh, – what about a Rams to win, Packers to cover if you're just getting wild? Plus 339. But Eagles minus three over the Bucks. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, I think they're a superior team. <clears throat> I think it's a similar case of Browns-Texans where it's fun to think that the Bucks could win. It's fun to think the Texans could pull it out. But I think you got to go with the team that's more talented, uh, more experienced. I think that's the thing with the – the Hertz Flacco equation for those two teams is those guys have been in the playoffs. Those guys have won some playoff games. So yeah, I'm with the Eagles. So we're very similar on most of these games. So we're about to get a lot wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. The only one where we have a chance of getting right, it seems is Dolphins chiefs, but uh, we've basically just locked in a cover for the Texans, uh, Bill's romp, uh, Cowboys blowout. Lions win, and a Bucks win. So congrats to those teams. People can make some serious money betting against us right now. <laughs> betting against us. Yeah. All right, well, we'll enjoy some football this weekend. We will. You want to hear my PayPal story? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. PayPal? Yeah, we need the – before we go, the right, PayPal, PayPal story. story. Yeah, yeah. Why I'm banned from PayPal. All right, this is a really anticlimactic story. Uh, and you're going to think I'm lying. So I'm just throwing that out there now. You're like, Juan, you did something else in this case. I don't believe you, but this is true. <laughs> So this was probably like 10 years ago-ish, 10 years ago, probably 2014, woke up one morning and saw that I had like 10 emails from PayPal as far as like someone signed into your an account from a different location. Someone's tried to change your password. Someone's updated all this information. It was a bunch of emails from PayPal. And the last email was, we have locked your account. Please contact us. So I'm like, all right. So contact PayPal, and I'm like, yeah, uh, someone ha- got into my account, tried doing some stuff. My account's been locked. Uh, what do I need to do here to get my account back? Nothing got taken that was mine, but I just something happened. And they're like, yeah, okay, we're looking into it. It looks like someone got access to your account and wanted to use it to just move money between other accounts. So people were doing some stuff they should not have been done. They got access to your account. Our system picked up on it and uh just kind of flagged it and closed it they're like we're kind of reviewing it right now you should be good in like 48 hours I'm like, all right cool sounds good i don't need it for anything right now just uh want to see what's going on two days later i get an email from paypal and it's like we've reviewed the situation and we've decided we're going to close your account i'm like uh what do you mean you decide to close my account like I, I didn't do anything you confirmed i didn't do anything i just woke up and all this stuff happened so i called them and they're like, yeah, we determined based on what happened that uh, you and your account are a risk and we're just not going to do business with you. So any account information that you've had with us, whether it's a credit card, a bank, a login information, yeah, you can't use it anymore on this account or any other account ever. So too bad. You're out of luck. Uh, so I cannot use PayPal if I try to go in PayPal it just says my account is limited and I can't do anything. So still to this day, I have to sign up for things that use PayPal 
Um, and I can't get in. I'll, I'll, I'll show you after this what it looks like. But yeah, so I can't. I refuse to create another account because I'm not going to give in to PayPal. So I will find a different way. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know who's going to be sponsoring this show as we move forward and grow. But it better not be PayPal because they do it's not support me. It's not going to be PayPal. 100%. Uh, which, sure enough, that means now at some point we will probably be sponsored by PayPal. I'll be free. And uh, that's okay. But, yeah. So that's my story of PayPal. And uh, me being banned for life from PayPal. <laughs> All right, so don't don't try to send any money on PayPal. No, I can't get money on PayPal. What if you had a huge pot of money there, but you can't get to it? <laughs> I think it was locked for like ninety days at first. It was like you can't touch your money for ninety days, and I'm like, well, there's no money in there. But if I did, I'd be pissed. Um, but I did not That's have nice. anything in there at the time. Um, I'm trying to get in now just to be able to show you what it looks like so you can. Can you promise here on the record that if you one day can get into PayPal and you have just like a lot of money sitting there for whatever reason, can we bet it? I mean, sorry, sports invest it. You can say bet. You just can't say gamble. Oh, redact. Dale, get that out. <laughs> You'll leave him before when I said shit, but we're going to bleep that word out. <laughs> there you go. Dale was asleep earlier. <laughs> we're permanently limiting your account. You can no longer use PayPal as we've decided to permanently limit your account after a review. So there you go. Okay. There's proof. I've been banned from PayPal. All right. That was worth it. It was worth it. So any, uh, any, any stuff from you, any uh, teaching moments, teachable moment. Oh man. Well, so the way, I guess the reason I've been, wiped out the last few days we didn't have internet monday oh or today that's rough at school uh yep so monday was for just a little while there we were knocked out for a bit wow and uh as we were trying to take a standardized test on the internet mm. and uh today was we tried again greenville county schools thank it, you it was worse yep mm-hmm. so um yeah, no internet the last two of the last three days. And the day in between, we were home because there were supreme winds, so it was an e-learning day. It's been a very weird week. Huh. Yep. So. Well. Crazy crazy times. At least, I, at least I'm not banned from PayPal, though. So I lost my power yesterday twice, but we're back up today. Uh, internet's up, so. Internet's up. Pod's going. I mean, just, just make the kids do pen and paper. Where's the old days of Scantrons where you have to bubble in the thing and put it in the machine? We need some Scantrons. That's what we are need. Are they a thing anymore? Or Scantrons gone? By Scantron. Yeah, they are. They're gone? No, they're, they're a thing. Okay. They used them last year. I going to say, yeah, they better still be there. That's the official way to do your test, Scantron. They own a monopoly over, like, test-taking Scantron, don't see, they? See, I, I learned the, from a coworker that the new thing is uh, D&B. DNB. Yep. Not just David Buster's. DNB. The new answers. Not C. DNB. It's not where my brain went, but that's not for this podcast. So. <laughs> well, you you keep your you keep your uh, uh, banned PayPal and your comments to yourself there, Buckaroo. I will do my best until next time. All right. Well, um, got to be a, bit, a little bit better next time, Monty, because I got you this week, and we'll try again next week. You won two in a row. That's a streak for you. Good job. I'm proud of you, Matt. Coming back.